One of the reasons. One of the reasons, perhaps, that I wasn't involved in the city incident, often they involved uh, the likelihood of imprisonment, confinement, and I did have a commitment to my profession of teaching, and I have been very uh, dedicated to the point of sometimes maybe sacrificing my own health situation and not taking off, taking a leave even for, you know, a severe cold or some other situation because I believe that the commitment is to make time, be there, and uh, serve your uh, students in terms of uh, evaluating the papers and so forth. And the English curriculum is still very much involved with the mundane work of grading papers and feedback to students and so forth. And I did not want the likelihood of being in jail to be an excuse for not making a class on Monday through Friday mm -hmm. or something like that. So the picketing that I did was always on the day when I had a holiday, mm -hmm. which was either Saturday or uh, when there was a holiday and maybe like at a matinee on Wednesday or something like that, then I could do that kind of thing. And I think Mr. Wheeler understood that. But the other goes on and on because the lunch counters had to be more persistent through the week or, or successive days. Well, it was wonderful then that there were certain people that were able to contribute in one way and others in another oh, way. And so, so eventually it, it, mm -hmm. it did with lots and lots and lots of help get done. Uh, did the service, the, the Second World War and the Korean War, does that bring to mind anything that, uh, I love these large questions I'm throwing yes. at you, but I mean in terms of uh, the NAACP. Uh, yes, um, when you say the, uh, the World War, many of the young men who served in World War II, and my sister and I always said well, we were glad that we were females because if not, we would have been cannon fodder during World War II. We were sure that along the way we would have been uh, recruited as servicemen, you know, because we had lots of friends who were in the uh, service. But my mother, some of the situations were so oppressive over in Europe for the young men. Black that they, men, you Black men, yes. That they wrote my mother, one, a couple of them who knew that she had been soliciting memberships and so forth, or they had taken out them. They collected memberships for the NAACP to fight some of the problems that the black uh, servicemen were encountering in Europe. And they would send the money back to her to job for her to enlist them as members of the NAACP and for the and requesting that the NAACP do something. And so. Uh, not only did they do that here, but I imagine they did it other places. But Mr. Roy Wilkins, who was executive director, actually did a special investigative tour of armed services in Europe in World War II. And it was a direct result of, he was the executive director, national executive director of the NAACP. So that's the only. Well, what were the conditions that were, I mean, they, they Oh, well, they had their there own. Were several. They had their own 
they, the yeah, they were segregated, segregated. in different uh, divisions or different uh, companies. Uh -huh. And then sometimes, if they were integrated, they were restricted to being the mess men. They didn't have unlimited appointments, even if they were lieutenants or something. Uh, sometimes they were not uh, in the categories uh, that others had, but they were always, there was a blemish there, just like there was a blemish of the employees in the, uh, the postal service. Mm -hmm. Or anywhere else. Yes. And so uh, Mr. Wilkins did a special investigative study of the plight of black men in the European war theater during World War II. Yes. What, what could the money that they sent over do? Well, it would release people to either uh, lawyers to do some of the legal work that might be to clear up and fight some of the injustices encountered, or it would strengthen the numbers, that increase the numbers and augment the numbers. And I'm sure they must have been doing it with other cities, but I just remember that uh, a couple of times her mother said she had received this letter from people from St. Louis who had joined. One man had their recruiting. He'd give the names of the men and, and close a check for that and she'd report it to the St. Louis branch. Because although people live in different places, they can have a membership in other units. So he knew her, whoever sent it, I don't even remember who it was. So uh, there was this uh, tie-in that the NAACP has always had a marvelous legal arm that would either defend one mm -hmm. or a... Uh, and had to pay for it through the... Uh, well, payment. sometimes the people haven't been able to pay for it themselves, mm -hmm. not the one... No, I mean, you know, the... Oh, yes. The, the national body would mm -hmm. have to do it, or sometimes they'd have to raise extra funds. For How them. long has it been $10? Let's see. I guess it's been $10 about... Then it was about two dollars yeah, in, in uh, the World War II, but it's been ten dollars, I guess, for about five or seven years. Not long, though. Because that's not because it went from two to uh, five, and five to six, and then from six to ten. How? That's getting too far in the future. What, 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 what else? Let's see, you asked something else, but I, <laughs> about exhausted. <laughs> Some things, of course, now I, have, I wear you. many hats with the NACP, and that has kept me from being very active with other groups. Uh, oh, I should have brought the magazine. Uh, I was elected. About three years ago, I was elected president of the Crisis Magazine, which is the official organ of the NACP. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the governing board. That's not the editor mm -hmm. of it, oh, but the governing good. board, president of the Crisis Magazine, and I'm on the national board of directors, and we have a special that, contribution that fund trustee board. Well, you're, you're, you're just too important, Evelyn. <laughs> We're just going to have to save all that for the next for the next year, because okay. we'll, we'll be doing this every I I'm sorry that I exhausted yeah. you. <laughs> but it, oh, it was I had no idea that was the way you were going to work, because I thought you were going to ask me some questions about 
who are some of the categories of people that we should be touching to get some information from. So, of course, I've covered that in terms of the major institutions that serve the black community and the leaders and the heads of them there. But well, I had some others, too. Well, so be, be my guest. I but, don't want to leave everything. The unfortunate thing is that some of them are deceased, yeah, you but know. but who isn't, Tom? Here uh, I am with my fountain pen, ready to write. <laughs> well, Mr. Barge Wyatt was never president. He was the B one that Burge Wyatt? No, yeah. it's B-I-G-E, that was oh. his name. Yeah, <laughs> Bidge? Oh, yes. Yeah, he had a taxi cab? Yes. Uh -huh. Is he still alive? No, no, he's deceased. Oh. Oh. But uh, he had been active with the yeah. NACP in the early uh, I need years. five people. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, well, is Frankie it? Freeman is still, yeah, yeah, I, uh, and uh, you can reach uh, Virgie McNeil for what her, oh, how okay. her husband was not only with the sleeping car porters as a vice president, but mm -hmm. also active in the NAACP, because uh, he was the one that later on led the, uh, what is it, the, the demonst oh, the colored clerk circle. Right. That's important because okay, they equalized the salaries for blacks working in the markets, supermarkets and the stores. And she and would know about like that? She, well, she might know something yeah. about it or she might yeah. have some um, information. Yeah. Let me see. Um, well, you don't forget the Callaways, both Ernie right. and Deverne. Right. Because they them. would be in this era of the 50s. Is he? He's ill. He's yeah. ailing now, and, but uh, she will be able to uh, articulate much of what he was able um, to accomplish. Okay. It, so that's what you thought I was going to talk to you about? Who to talk to? Yes. I told you over the phone what we were going to talk about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. You didn't know I wanted to know so much about you, right? No, I didn't. Well. I hope it wasn't too taxing, and I thank you very, very much. Right. And I look forward to next year. <laughs> <laughs>